listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 24th of June 2022. The Australian share market had a good day to end the week, up 0.8% on the S&P ASX 200. It means for the week, the Australian share market actually rose. It's up 1.6% over the past five trading sessions, but don't forget the market is still in correction territory. Where now? I spoke earlier with Matt Sherwood from Perpetual. Matt, interesting week. The market's up today, making for a good week. Why? Uh, well, the market was up today uh, simply because we got a very good uh, lead from Wall Street. Uh, we are seeing declines in uh, global interest rates, uh, both bond yields and expectations for what central banks can do. Um, and investors may be beginning to think, oh, well, the market may have sold off too much. And, uh, you know, we had a good rally today. Uh, it built on uh, prior sessions, so we, we were up for the week. But we have to remember in the prior two weeks, the market was off 11%, so I wouldn't be too carried away at this stage. Central banks, though, are, are nearly all raising interest rates. Um, does this make a recession inevitable? Because at the same time, there are now some saying, hey, rates are going to rise. The global banks may start, have, start cutting rates at the end of next year. Uh, yeah, it's actually challenging because um, uh, central banks are tightening pretty aggressively, so they've become very, very hawkish all of a sudden. Um, and now people's biggest concern for markets has swung from the inflation outlook to the growth outlook. Um, and uh, people are uh, factoring in pretty significant odds of a global recession next year. It's certainly not inevitable, but really the key question for investors is how high um, can central banks increase interest rates before something breaks and they're forced to stop? Um, and obviously, the faster they're hiking rates, the quicker we're going to get to that fork in the road. Um, you know, and I would argue that global recession risks for 2023 at the moment are probably 50-50. Uh, and the only way to increase the um, uh, odds in favour of a soft landing is for central banks to have to do less tightening but the challenge with that is the inflation backdrop, um, because at the moment, what markets are factoring in are still negative real interest rates, um, and that probably won't be enough to get inflation back to 2%. So we're seeing global inflation rising, and I think over, just over the past week, we saw the UK something like 9%, Canada something like 7 The RBA governor says he expects the, the inflation to, to peak at about 7% here, but markets are reducing the amount of policy tightening. How, how does that work? Yeah, it's a good question because, you know, in the end, if inflation's going up, why would central banks have to do less? And the reason for that is, is markets are factoring in that uh, they're going to get to that fork in the road and they won't want to endanger the expansion. Uh, now, obviously, the challenge for that will be uh, that I don't believe you can have expansion and core inflation back to 2%, even by the end of 2024. Um, so the market, at the moment, the market's believing the central banks are going to blink um, and, uh, and really cushion the economy from, uh, you know, what would be a very short business cycle and a renewed downturn. Um, you know, and uh, the clear thing for the RBA, of course, is they don't have to do as much work as the Fed because of the, of the nature of Australian household balance sheets. They're very highly indebted. That does make monetary policy more potent. Um, you know, so the RBA governor doesn't have to hike as much as the Fed chair does. Uh, but nonetheless, there is some pain ahead for Australian households, no doubt. 
Okay, so if global markets have rallied this week on the back of lower rate expectations and people are really talking about potential rate cuts next year, right, is this something that they can build on? Oh, well, the challenge, I think, for the moment for investors uh, is there's, there's two headwinds for markets. First of all, central banks are tightening rates very, very aggressively. And I tend to think that if we get the soft landing, then we've seen all the valuation contraction that we actually need to see. The challenge, though, is the fact that um, the market is still pretty optimistic about earnings. Um, So I would argue if rates are going up and the economy is slowing, then the market needs to decrease um, its expectations for earnings growth both this year and next year. Now, the market's got earnings growth this year at globally at 10%. Uh, I I think it's going to be about minus four. um, And next year, they've got it at 7%. And I think, again, it's going to be a negative earnings year. So uh, to me, it's probably not the time to get too optimistic. Um, Probably rate expectations are coming down, but that's going to be associated with lower earnings growth. And that's yet to be factored in. So I'd remain cautious at this stage. So is there a sign then that Australian investors should start deploying capital at all? Uh, yeah, I would just remain cautious at uh, this stage, uh, Ricardo, because you know recession risks are elevated just by the size and the speed of the rate increases that central banks are having to implement now. And the RBA is no exception to that, even though they probably have to do less than other central banks. Um, but, but at the moment, to me, uh, the concern is the earnings picture. Uh, I still still think there's pretty significant downside risk to that. So at the moment, I would remain focused on risk management in a portfolio sense. Uh, if you've done that this year, you've done very well. Um, and I tend to think really the job this year is to protect all the gains we had in 2020 and also 2021. And if you can do that, you, then you can set your portfolio up um, to enjoy better turn, right, you know, better returns uh, in 23 and beyond. Um, you know, so obviously I still think there's a little bit more risk in the markets and uh, it's time to just remain cautious. Matt Sherwood there from Perpetual. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Why do people want to be at work? To feel heard, appreciated, part of something, and to know there's a career path for everyone. Inclusive workplaces are linked to increased innovation, productivity, and employee satisfaction. Make your organisation a place where people want to be. For inclusion and diversity training, visit inclusion-program.com.au.